0: as we uh, continue in this series on the Holy Spirit, as we honor the Holy Spirit, He's continuing to honor us with His presence. And so having uh, Dennis McNally in our church is such a blessing, Dennis and April. Uh, Dennis has traveled the world for many years, decades, bringing uh, the message of the power of the Holy Spirit to us. Multiple countries, and has seen miracles, signs, and wonders his entire ministry. And so, to have him as part of our church family, for him to—he and April—to say this is our home church, moving down from Northern California to be a part of our family—is such a blessing. And uh, so, let's welcome Dennis McNally as he comes and brings the word today. Amen. Amen. Come on, Dennis.
1: Hallelujah. You gave me a lot of time there, right? you know. We... <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. That's a big subject, right? I mean, it's not any small subject. We could preach for you know the next few years on the Holy Spirit. So I, you know, I needed to pray and then uh, pray some more, and then this morning pray some more, and the Lord kind of changed some of the scripture because. Um, I'm not like you and Mark where you're you guys are pretty organized and stuff. I'm disorganized. <laughs> and and uh, so everything changes. So poor Chris there helped me to add some scriptures, subtract some, you know. <laughs> <Martin's old. laughs> oh, oh, ah, I think you're pretty organized. <laughs> All right. So uh, um how many have ever um um uh, studied on the tabernacle in the Old Testament. Tabernacle, oh, quite a few. How many have never heard about the tabernacle? A couple here, another there. Good, good. Well, Paul mentions the tabernacle in Hebrews nine. If you could put that up, Chris. And this is one of the scriptures I kind of got this morning to to add. In the Old Testament, there was a tabernacle, and it was a, it was a um, it was a worldly tabernacle that was built so people could worship God. So when Jesus died, the veil of that tabernacle was rent from top to bottom. Many of you know that, where the, where the ark was, where the presence of God was. And, um, and so in the tabernacle, there was, there was a, a piece of furniture that, that represents the Holy Spirit. And this is it. For there was a tabernacle made. The first wherein was the candlestick, the table, showbread, which is called the sanctuary. The, the tabernacle had a candlestick. The candlestick was made out of pure gold. Gold speaks of deity. In other words, the Holy Spirit wasn't mixed with wood. Wood speaks of humanity. Jesus was all man, right? In the ark, it was wood and gold. But Jesus is all man, but he was all God, gold. But the Holy Spirit is all God. He's all gold. And, and in the tabernacle, he, this was the, the inner court. There was the outer court, inner court, and the most holy place. And this is where people worshipped in the Old Testament. The Jews would come in to the tabernacle. Now, the tabernacle only had one opening. I'm going to real quick here. This is a, a year teaching in five minutes. It only had one opening. Jesus is the only door in to the tabernacle. Jesus said, uh, on the way the truth and the life, no one can come to the Father but by me. He made it very narrow. One door into the tabernacle, that door is Jesus. When you walk into the tabernacle, there was a big brazen altar there, and that's where they did this sacrifice. That's where the blood of lambs and goats and bulls and the rest was were sacrificed there. And when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about some new Christians that are just coming to the Lord. And, and the rest, and how we're accepted in the Beloved. When, 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 a, when a person sinned, they would bring that lamb, that sin offering, into the tabernacle to be sacrificed. The blood was sacrificed, their life of, of sin. So, so when, when the high priest would not look at the person, he'd only look at the lamb. Now, if the lamb was without blemish then he laid his hands on me and he was forgiven and then the sacrifice was made well in the same way the father looks at the perfect lamb you and I and it doesn't look at us i'm not accepted because i went to africa a couple months ago and god moved and did and so i can approach god and say hey god it's me man i'm the big shot here you can let me in now i never approach him like that And no, never. You you should either. I approach him by Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, we draw near. So when 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 somebody sinned, the priest didn't look at the person; they knew he was a sinner. Looked at the lamb, and it was a perfect lamb. So when Jesus walked the earth, he said, "There's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world." Well, a good Jew knew who that was. That lamb was sacrificed in the tabernacle on the brazen altar brass speaks of judgment so to say nothing among you but christ and him crucified so we so so the blood brings us in the next piece of furniture was the labor and it had water in it It speaks a couple things but one is water baptism believe repent be baptized and then be filled what with the holy spirit so on the outer court was the brazen altar and the labor, but you go into another place behind the veil, a little bit, bit more spooky, if I might say that, and you walk in, there's the candlestick that lights up the room. So we're a church that believes in not only the cross and the blood and being water baptized, we've had a lot of water baptism, but we also believe in the filling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We believe in going into that dark room and, and moving in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So so we're a church that believes in tongues and prophecy and healings and all these. Some, some people say crazy things, but, but they're all in the Bible. They're all, you know, you know, they're all in the Bible. So we, we're a church that believe and are baptized and then we're filled. And we need to continue to be filled with the Holy Spirit, who's all God, who's perfect. He had set, there was seven lamps, seven speaks of perfection. He's perfect. The Holy Spirit's perfect. And he's our friend. And he's able to dwell in us because of the blood. Only because of the blood. Not because, you know, John's a great pastor, and he is. But, but that, that doesn't make the Holy Spirit dwell with him. It's the blood. It's the cross. It's the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. Therefore, we can have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us and then working through us when we get baptized in the Holy Spirit, speak in tongues, prophesy, and all those wonderful things that I, I've been able to do for over 50 years. It's fun. Sometimes. Most yeah, times. Most, yeah, yeah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Ron believes that. Thank God, Ron. Uh, another strange scripture I came and. Well, before I talk more on the Holy Spirit and hearing the voice of God, it was Leviticus fourteen seventeen. If you look at Leviticus fourteen, it talks about a leopard who was cleansed and how they they brought the leopard to the high priest. It's the cleansing of the leopard, a leprosy. Leprosy in the Bible is a type of sin. So these guys went before the priest, and that there was two birds offered and. And I want to—I don't want to get into all the teaching, but the blood was shed. And so, what the priest would do <clears throat> when the leopard would come, he would put the blood on the earlobe of the leopard and the right thumb of the leopard and the right big toe, which is kind of kind of sounds strange. And and but but then he wouldn't just stop there; he would get oil. Now, oil is a type of the Holy Spirit. And you know the anointing of oil. uh, You know, call for the elders to let them anoint with the oil for healing. The oil is a type of the Holy Spirit. So where the Holy Spirit sees the blood, he is welcome. He comes upon where the blood is, yeah. where the blood sacrifice, where Jesus, and we're a church that believes in the blood of Christ yeah. dying for us in our place. And the Holy Spirit sees us, John, and He's pouring out His Spirit upon us because we honor the blood, yeah. yes. Yes. we honor the cross.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amen? Amen. amen. I heard that. Amen. So, so um, the earlobe talks about hearing. We need to uh, faith comes by what hearing the word of the Lord. We have to have ears so we can hear His voice. I want to talk a little bit about hearing uh, uh, today. But the earlobe talks about hearing, so we have to hear first. The earlobe was first. Faith comes by hearing, and then when uh, the thumb speaks of our works. You know, our hands, our works, and the, the, the big toe speaks of our walk. But before we can work for the Lord or whatever, it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit. Yeah. Right? right? So the Holy Spirit has to anoint my works and thumb and my walk and the rest. I can't do anything without Him. Yeah. Nothing. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Good theology. Nothing without him. Good Thank you. Romans eight fourteen. Okay, we're going to get into hearing. You know, I move in a, a prophetic gift. I've prophesied over some of you. I've prophesied over people. I don't call myself a prophet. He does, but I don't because I. You know, I've traveled with prophets and they got. Anyway, I learn from them. But but anyway, but Romans eight. Verse 17 says this, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we need to be led. That word led means to be carried or to be moved by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us. We need the Holy Spirit for guidance. We need the Holy Spirit to 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 open up God's Word to us. We need the Holy Spirit in every area of our life, and He's He He promises to dwell with us, even when we don't feel Him. A lot of times we don't feel Him. God wants us to feel Him. I'm feeling Him more in this church. What about you? I mean, you know, we, we had 30 people in the prayer room back there, and I. I was going, woo, man! I, I sense the presence of God. I like feeling the presence of God. Yeah. He brings peace into my life and joy when I don't deserve it. I never earned it. He just brings peace. He's the spirit of peace. Brings grace. Brings healing. So we need to be led by the Spirit. So we need to hear. How to? One way we hear, of course, that we all know, and all evangelicals know, is by the Word of God. 2 Peter 1, verse 21. For the prophecy, speaking of the Scriptures, came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men spoke as they were what? Moved. Moved by the Holy Spirit. I remember uh, when I came, as soon as I got saved, somebody gave me a Bible, good news for modern Man." I didn't read much. In fact, I cheated through school. I think I read one book the whole time. Somehow I passed, at least, well, I cheated. But anyway, uh, that's how I passed. But anyway, so I started reading the Bible. I went, oh man, wow, man, that's me. Who was opening it up to me? The Holy Spirit was opening up this book. I was being moved by the Holy Ghost and God spoke to me through here, through the book. This is the main source God speaks. God speaks through His Word. Now, that's not the only way He speaks. We're going to get into that. But but this is, when I, when I tell people and train people in the prophetic and prophecy and hearing from God, make sure you're in harmony with the book. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be going out. You know, there's some charismatic people that are going, Ooh, I go, that's not scriptural. That's not scriptural. That, you know, it's not according to the book. And so I reject it. I don't care what their name is. Right. You know. So the Holy Spirit moved upon men to write the book. We need the Holy Spirit to interpret the book. Right? It's a supernatural book. It's not just some book. A guy led me to the Lord. He was in his lunchroom, you know, he was reading his Bible every day, you know, and reading and stuff. Finally, some guy came up to me. and says, haven't you finished that book yet? <laughs> you don't finish this book. <laughs> this is a holy book by the Holy Ghost, and God keeps speaking to us through it. Amen? So this is our main soy. This is where our standard is, where it's in harmony. And if it's not in harmony, when I say harmony, there's all kinds of ways God speaks that you can't find a scripture for, but it's in harmony with His Spirit, with the Holy Spirit and the book. Amen? Thank God for a Bible. You know, some people don't. I, you, we had to smuggle Bibles into Vietnam back years ago in the early 90s. I was working with the underground church and uh, it, it, just amazing. We went over to Cambodia for, uh, to, to marry uh, our, our missionary there because he was kicked out of, out of Vietnam. And, and we, we, we were able to get some leaders there. They had to pay a lot of money just to get, get into Cambodia. On the way back, they brought 75 Bibles, they didn't find one. They looked through all our luggage. No, they couldn't find it. So we got in the van, and we were all going, hey, 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 and then on the way, there's more communists that pull over, pull over. And so we pulled over, and they went through all our book, all our luggage again. They didn't find one Bible. Not one. And so we got in there, with, hey, hey, you know, in case it wasn't a coincidence, right? So the Bible's important. Amen? So we're all agree with that. Now, God will speak to us through the scriptures. and I'm, I, I have a lot of stories. I mean, I got more stories. Uh, my wife will tell you she's heard them all. <laughs> We've written them somewhat in a book called Adventures with God, the good, the bad, and the funny, you know, so we don't have it out yet, but but anyway, there's a lot of stories. There was one time when I was pastoring a church, and the church was growing, and it's in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, and um, and we had a, a full-time uh, missions pastor because we were reaching out to nations and stuff, and, and he said, you've got to you gotta leave and go to Mexico. And I go, I don't want to go to Mexico. I have enough problems here in the Bay Area. Why do I want more problems? That's how I saw it, you know. Good, good Christian man. And and so so I, and finally, he bugged me so much, I said, okay, I'm going to go to Mexico. It's the first country I went to was Mexico. So I, we crossed the border, and there was a pastor there, and he was struggling, and we, we helped build his house and build a church. Did a bunch of stuff later on. But anyway, so, I'm, so I'm, I have to preach that morning you know, with an interpreter. So I'm, 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 I'm walking up and down, and the Lord spoke to me clearly. Matthew 28, 19. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of Father. You know the Scripture. I said, oh yeah, God, that's a good Scripture. That's a very good Scripture. I'll give it to our missionary because that's what he does. And the Lord says, no, you're not going to give it to him. This is your Scripture. This is what I'm speaking to you. And I said, really? You're speaking that to me? He says, yeah. If you don't like it, rip it out of your Bible and see what happens. I go, no, no, I'm not going to rip it out of my Bible. You don't want to do that. From that day forward, the nations opened up. Apostolic, prophetic things happen, and it's just miracles after miracles and finance. I mean, everything. You know, because I said, okay, Lord, I will go to other nations and make disciples. I will obey you. But the Lord... Holy Spirit spoke through this book he gave me a scripture out of the book and so God will quicken scripture to you especially if you memorize it or you know it or you're reading through it and give you guidance and direction so you can hear your ear will be open to hear what God has to say to you so God speaks through the Bible Now, that's simple. All evangelical Christians believe that, pretty much. So, next is Galatians 3.2. And it says, This only would I learn of you, receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith. We receive the Holy Spirit by hearing, right? Right? We, 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 we were able to hear the voice of the Lord. Now, the Lord uh, normally doesn't speak audibly. I've never heard an audible voice myself. Some of you have. My wife have. Others people have ha- heard audible voices. But He speaks through the Spirit. He's got His own language. So we, we need to learn His language. I'm not saying he doesn't speak audibly. He has. He spoke to Paul and said, Why are you persecute me? I mean, he's spoken to Samuel. He's spoken to people audibly. So I'm not knocking that out. I'm just saying the, the, normal, the normal way God speaks is through His Spirit. He's got His own language. So we need to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. So in, in my younger days, I, uh, I, went, to, um, I went to church. And it was a church of a few hundred people or so. And the pastor got up and says, listen, we have a need in our church. And this woman got up who was a widow. She had a, uh, a special ed child and two other children. It says, she, you know, she was a widow and she needed a car. <clears throat> and I, I thought, wow, wow, we need to pray for a car. And I felt inside, I didn't hear an audible voice, said, give her your Cadillac convertible. I just came to the Lord. I had a Cadillac convertible and a Harley, which I got rid of both of them. But anyways, I <laughs> got a Harley later. But anyways, so, so I said, you know, right away, I says, well, that isn't the Lord. There's all kinds of rich people here. You know, I'm, I'm not rich. You know, let them give the car away. Let them help this woman. You know, and I'm thinking I'm fighting the whole thing because I, you know, I didn't know it was Holy Spirit, not the Holy Spirit. So I went home. Next morning, I woke up, heard the same thing. I didn't have peace. I go, man, I got no peace. Well, he's the spirit of peace. He rules, the Bible says, in peace. And I had none. And I went, man, I want my peace back. And, but I still resisted for a whole week. I would not give that car up like this. And finally, I gave it up, and a peace of God fell on me. Oh, it was wonderful. I'd rather have peace than the Cadillac convertible. It was a 61, it was older anyway. <laughs> Is that all it is? Uh, I hope she still owns it. So uh, anyway, so so the Lord will speak to us sometimes in lifting His peace from us. You know, and 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 where I didn't hear an audible voice, but but I didn't obey. So when I didn't obey, the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean the Holy Spirit left me. He's never going to leave me. He'll never forsake me. It just means, you know, some of the benefits <laughs> left me. You know, Man, I want my peace. So when I gave the Cadillac away, I had peace. So God speaks through the Bible, and sometimes He with, withdraws peace from us so we can obey and, and bless others and be blessed ourselves. Not because He wants to condemn us, you know, alright let me see I'll just quote these Philippians 4 7 says let the peace that passes our understanding keep our hearts and minds Colossians three fifteen, let the peace of God rule your heart you know and so uh, I allowed the peace of God to r- rule my heart so in other ways he, he speaks is through circumstances, you know, through different things. So uh, I'm a young Christian, you know, and and I'm preaching, I'm on fire, you know, and and uh, but, you know, and I, I didn't know much, but uh, you know, but I was probably six months old in the Lord or so. I get this letter sent to my mom from St. John's Catholic Church, and um, and it's addressed to me. Well, I made my first Holy Communion there, you know, and. And I was—I uh, you know, wasn't a good Catholic, but I mean, I was—I went and then I left the Catholic Church altogether. But they sent me a letter, and I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and said, "Go ask them about a Bible study." And I told—I reminded the Lord that Catholics don't study the Bible, and 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 uh, you know, I just wanted to let them know, you know, <laughs> that that Catholics don't. You know, and I, so I figure I didn't hear from the Lord, so I go, well, what I'll do? I'll go ask the guy that led me to the Lord." I went over to his house, and I says, "I got this letter, and I felt like the Lord said, go ask him about a Bible study.'" And and he goes, "I don't know." You know, we had chick tracks, then the Pope was the Antichrist, and I, I mean, it was, it was wild. You know, you don't go to a Catholic church; they pray to the saints or whatever. And so I went, "Well." He says, well, go find out, see if they have a Bible study. So I go, and there's the rectory there with the priest are. And so I ring the doorbell. It was a Saturday. A priest answered, Father Egan. And I says, do you have any Bible studies? And he looked at me and says, we just started one today. Uh. <laughs> I go, whoa, man, I'm hearing from God <laughs> So I started going to the Bible study, and I began to see God move among the young people. He was saving them, and, and Father Egan let me talk a lot. Poor guy. He was very patient. And, and, and I saw God move, and then, we, then there was a couple ladies believing the Lord for a charismatic group, and said, but we need a man. And so they came to me, and they said, we want you to lead the group. And I said, heck yeah, man. I'm six months old, and the Lord, I should be leading. <laughs> Believe me, I was full of pride, a little bit of pride. So I did, and we saw God move and save hundreds of people in five years, and we finally got kicked out. But which is the story of my life, I've been kicked out a lot of places. So, but anyway, that, that was another way through circumstances, just through this letter, God, I didn't hear an audible voice. I just felt like the Lord said, go here. And there was a letter sent to me and 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 through through counsel, you know, I went and God opened the doors, opened all of them, you know. So, John 10 is that where we are here now? John 10:27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep know my voice. And and so we all know the voice of God. We can all prophesy. You know, people go, Oh, prophecy. We can all prophesy. We all hear the voice of the Lord. If you're born again, you've accepted Christ, you have the Holy Spirit, you can hear the voice of the Lord. Amen. And 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 maybe maybe you're young, it's it's like a, a baby learning how to talk. You know, maybe there's just a few words you hear or whatever, just keep growing, keep reading, keep praying, keep moving, and you're gonna hear the voice. Because uh, you're gonna you're gonna hear the voice of the Lord, amen. amen. So, um, I I went to um, another way God speaks is through other people, of course, uh, prophetically, words of knowledge. I was having real bad sinus problems when I came to the Lord. I got healed of everything else instantly. But my sinuses were still there, and I was blowing my nose all the time. I was, uh, you know, in the rest. And so finally we, we went to this big uh, uh, Bible study at this guy's house across the bay. George Gillies was his name, I think it was. And he was an older man, but he, he moved in healing, especially deliverance, demons and stuff. But anyway, he, so, so we had this big study, and, and he says, Okay, now we're going to pray for healing. And so people would sit down on a chair and anoint him with oil. And so I says, man, I need healing in my sinuses. So I sat down in a chair. He annoyed me with oil, and he looked at me without a smile. He looked at me and says, you hate someone. And said, I got kind of scared. I go, the devil? I hate the devil. He says, no, 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 that's not it. And so, the, so he prayed, and I got up, and the Lord says, you hate your father. I had an alcoholic father, and it wasn't a good situation growing up. And I couldn't forgive him. I could not forgive him, and I knew what the problem was, but I didn't have power to forgive him. So, through so for two months, this was on me. I, you know, sinus problems, and finally, I, through prayer. Now, this is another way we listen to the Lord. That's why prayer is so important. You know, all the prayer means and prayer back there and the rest. One way you can listen to the Holy Spirit is through prayer, sometimes meditating on His Word, sometimes quietness, sometimes just shouting and and dancing and the rest. God will speak to you. So, uh, So after two months of prayer, the Holy Spirit showed up into my room. I was praying, and the Holy Spirit said, could you wear your dad's shoes? I said, that's a strange thing to say. What do you mean, wear my dad's shoes? He says, "Your dad, your dad's mom had complications at birth and died. He had no, he had no mother. He had no brothers and sisters, and he had an alcoholic father that was pretty mean. I gave you a great mother. I gave you a great brother. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Just go back him, and 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 all of a sudden I broke." I began to cry. I said, you're right, Lord. And the Lord began to renew my mind of the times where my dad took me hunting, and showed me how to shoot a gun, and put up a basketball court in the backyard where I could play basketball. He was a great athlete. And, and, uh, um, and, and all of a sudden, my mind began to be renewed instead of listening to the foul, rotten things. But let, let your mind dwell on what is a good report, the Bible says, doesn't it? So God began to renew my mind. And so I went to my dad. He was still an alcoholic, wild as could be, or whatever. And I went and I apologized. He didn't know how to... He didn't know how to... But it lifted. I was totally healed. Never had sinus problems since. That was over 50 years ago. But it had to do with unforgiveness. You know. But, I, but through prayer, I heard from the Lord. And it's right in line with the Scriptures. The Bible says, Honor your father and mother that may go well with you, may live long on the earth. Honor your father and mother only if they're not an alcoholic. No, it doesn't say that. Only if they're very, very good, you can honor them. No, it doesn't say that either. It says, Honor your father and mother that may go well with you. You may live long on the earth. So we need to forgive and honor our father and mother. God's the one that had my dad my dad i didn't choose him right same with you so anyway that was free we can listen through prayer took me two two months to pray didn't come instantly You know, when you spend time with the Lord and you, be, you begin to study the Scriptures and, and do what you need do, you begin to recognize God's voice more. You just do as you grow. And, and I'll, I'll use this example. Um, if, if somebody calls me and I haven't seen them for, let's say, three or four years, and I answer the phone and they go, Hey, Dennis, how you doing? And I go, huh, Who's this? I, I I don't recognize this voice. Oh, it's Joe. Oh, hey, Joe, I haven't seen you for a few years. I didn't recognize your voice. But if, I'm, but if I'm with someone that every day, you know, and the rest, they call me and they go, Hey, Dennis, hey, Fred, how you doing? Yeah, I know exactly whose voice it is. Because I spend time with Fred. And I don't with Joe. So it's, it's it's a real that's a simple analogy but as you spend more and more time with the Lord and walking with the Lord and understanding his word you're going to you're going to hear his voice and by hearing his voice you're going to have faith faith comes faith comes it's coming by hearing the voice of the Lord Proverbs Proverbs 4. <clears throat> my son, attend to my words, and climb thy what? Ear. Ear unto my sayings. Next verse. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Next verse. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Health. That that word health means medicine. Amen. This 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 book here can be medicine for you. Amen. Amen? Amen. This is the medicine cabinet. <laughs> so Mary wanted me to share this and I, and I I've been hesitant to share. But I feel like the Lord said Obey the intercessor, or you're in trouble. <laughs> She's the real prophetess right over there, you know. Holy ground there. You know. So um, before I went to Africa, I, um, I've had a bad liver from my drug days. I've had hepatitis C for 50 years, but I got rid of it, right? But they've kind of done a check on my liver once in a while, you know, and all of a sudden uh, they found a couple cysts on my liver. And then I took a CT scan, and it was cancer. And I said, well, how do you know it's cancer? And they said, well, 10 doctors have looked at it. And I go, well, that's pretty a lot of doctors who have looked at it. <laughs> so I had cancer of the liver, two cysts. So they took a, another MRI of my whole body to make sure the cancer, a lot of times liver cancer starts somewhere else. They couldn't find any other cancer. So um, so I I go, wow, that's, you know, when you hear cancer, you know, you, you get, you know, but I had peace. I, I you know, even my uh, my daughter-in-law, when I went and visited, I went to my grandson's uh, birthday party. She says, how how come you were so calm? You heard cancer, but you you, you seem so calm. And I go, I don't know. You know, maybe because uh, it's far better to be with the Lord. I don't know, you know, but Paul says it's far better, you know, but I, I got to stay here in the flesh, in the body, for the church, for the people. So maybe that's it, or, um, you know, but at the same time, I, you know, I, I had the peace of the Lord. The Lord said, Start memorizing healing scriptures. There'll be medicine for you. I got a little book by Derek Prince called The Medicine Cabinet, or something like that, and I started reading all the scriptures he had, and this was one of them he had, how he, he was healed. And so um, the doctors uh, said, listen, we got a new procedure. I don't know how new it is, but it's called TACE. And they go through your veins, and they have this thing that goes through a camera, and it, it hits your liver. And what they do is they, those two tumors, they, they shoot it with chemo and some other mixture of other stuff, and they isolate it and shoot it. And I go, wow. Huh, that's that's something. So uh, he says uh, you can't get a liver transplant. They can't cut it out. They're too big. And so you're gonna. This is what we recommend. I go well, okay. let's I I believe in doctors. They're they're, they're 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 to heal people. Jesus is into healing, so are doctors. So I said Amen. Let's let's do it. I says well the, the problem is I'm going to Africa. You know in a in a, in a couple weeks or three weeks or whatever. Um, maybe we should do it when I get back, you know And so he calls me and says, hey, I have a cancellation You can do it, you know, like 10 days before I go to Africa And I says, can I still go to Africa? And he says, well, you'll be sick for a few days But uh, he says, nobody's ever asked me that before <laughs> And I go, I'm, I'm new to the club So, so I, I went in and I, I was laying there And there was like seven cameras there And I watched them do it, I was awake Watched them shooting it and stuff And they were, and and one was easy to get. The other one was too close to my bowels or something, and he he had a hard time getting it, and it took a little bit longer. So why he was doing that? I says, Well, I'm going to pray, yes. and so so I prayed that he would get it, and then right after, he got it. Yes. He got it, and and um, prayer worked. So so anyway, I went to Africa. You know, I had a great time, you know, and a little tired, but, I, you know, it was fine. And, and I, I'm quoting scriptures like this, health to my bones, your, your word, I'm going to hear your word. And, you know, you're going to rise with healing in your wings and, you know, just, you know, praying the scriptures and, and the rest. So I come back and they, uh, they did an MRI when I got back. And so he calls, my wife and I, and he says, it looks like we got it all. And he says, it's not 100%, but it, I, it looks like we got it all. He says, do you want the microwave? And I go, the, mic- the microwave ovulation, I think it's called. And they stick a needle in there and they microwave it. And I says, well, I don't know if I need the microwave if it's all gone. You know, so, so uh, anyway, so I didn't get the microwave. And uh, I, go, I go back in another month, if you remember me in prayer. I, I didn't share with a lot of people about it because um, I just felt like the Lord said not to. I shared with a few people that were going to intercede. And one reason is because i got a lot of enemies. When, when you walk with the Lord and you're in ministry and stuff, you, get, you have enemies. I'm not talking about outside. I'm talking about in the church. I have enemies that probably will want to curse me. And the rest, so that's why I didn't, you know. Anyway, I, uh, uh, I'm it's looking good. So I, I, I said, well, what about my liver? You know, do I need a, how do I get a liver transplant? Because transplants, you know, they recommend transplants. And so I got a hold of the liver specialists and stuff. And they, they, they said, well, we have this thing called the mold, M-O-L-D, where we judge your, where your liver's at. And it's from 6 to 40. And I go, okay, uh, the mold and he says, uh, a 6 is, means your liver's the best. The 40 is, woo, And if you're at 15 or over, you get a liver transplant. So I got this letter back from the liver uh, specialist, whoever they, another one. You know, and she said, well, your liver is functioning at a 6. <laughs> and I go, yeah. and, and I said, uh, I said, uh, you don't qualify for a liver transplant. I said, good, I I don't want to keep my own liver, probably, you know, even though it's kind of screwed up from my drug days. But I mean, not anymore. anymore. It's normal. They said, it it actually, the letter actually, the emails actually said normal. So, so incline your ear to the Lord. And, uh, you know, his words are, are a medicine bottle for you. It's part of the medicine. The chemo killed the thing get rid of that cursed thing and but also the medicine bottle helped also this medicine bottle helped obviously i don't have a normal liver but it said a normal liver i mean that's healing beyond what i asked you know i just said get rid of this cancer you know and and unless you want to my time you know we all have our time to go home with the lord It doesn't seem like it's my time right now because I've heard too many prophetic words. And uh, my wife still wants me around too, right? (laughs) (laughs) So um, different ways, I'm going to close here. Uh, uh, About uh, 50, I guess it was about 45 years, 50 years ago, uh, uh, I had a dream. God speaks in dreams. Amen. And you have to know how to interpret them. That's why we have harmony with the book. So, so I had this dream, and, and these two angels, angels—there was two of them, got out of, the, uh, out of a truck, came up to my door, knocked on my door, and I answered it, and they said, we have a work for you to do in two years. And then I woke up from the dream. These two men were angels. They were the most beautiful men I've ever seen. I mean, ever. I still remember them. They were all in white, but their face shined. And I go, man, what beautiful men. Well, they were beautiful angels, but they would look like men. And, and they said, we have a work. Two years from that dream, I went full-time ministry into pastoring. So God spoke to me in a dream. And what I was doing at the time was driving truck. I was working for uh, Yellow Freight. I was a truck driver making really good money. I took a three-quarters pay cut to come on pastoring. You know, I knew it would be a sacrifice, but that welcome to following Jesus. So, so uh, yeah, I, I, them getting out of the truck means I need to leave the trucking industry behind and go full time ministry, so God speaks in dreams. you have to be careful, some of them are just dreams because you ate too many pizza, too much pizza or whatever but But sometimes dreams come from the Lord, and I, we, we, we have a good friend, April and I, a good friend that interprets dreams. I mean he is the best, so my wife dreams sometimes, and I, you know and once in a while I do, and so we call him, and boom he 's right just amazing. So, there's certain people that you can go to. I don't interpret dreams. People come to dream. I go, I don't know what I mean. You know, go to somebody who uh, interprets dreams. Well, you're a prophetic man. Somebody said you were a prophet. I go, I don't interpret dreams. I don't know. So, um, circumstances, there, there's, there's protection that comes from the Holy Spirit. There's times where your life was in danger or your, your life was... And, and the Holy Spirit has guided you and led you and protected you. You know, His angels have taken charge over you that you don't dash your foot against a the stone. There's protection. Sometimes when you don't even know it. Now, what do I believe God's doing today? I believe the wheat and the tares are growing together. The problem is, is in our country, the tares are growing very fast. You know, our our country's almost not recognizable, what's happening today in our country. But it's the tares, but the wheat's growing too. What's happening here, the wheat's starting to grow, and there's starting to be a hunger. Right, pastor? There's starting to be a hunger for the Lord, a hunger for His ways. A hunger for Him to move in our midst, to see miracles, signs and wonders, healings, deliverances. When God, when the the, the places where God, where God has been, where He's really moved, and the rest, I've moved in deliverance, very strong, demons, demonic forces. It's not it's not a pleasant thing to do. I give that gift to somebody else, Lord, please. But but i I've, I've, I've watched God deliver people instantly from demons my friend who crawled like a snake uh ralph he was addicted to drugs we cast the demon out i was with some older christians this was years ago and and he was instantly delivered had another guy that came to our church and his 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 sister and his mom um, uh, go go to the church and they sent him his name his name was mark and anyway he came in and I looked at him and I go, man, he's, got, he's demon possessed. God was really moving. I took one of our elders and we went next door to the sanctuary. We had an office and the sanctuary was next door. We started praying for him they started screaming out. There was nine of them. He was bound by, by um, witchcraft, drugs, homosexuality. I mean, he was, he was bound. And then the last demon was the demon of death. Because, you know, we asked him, what demon? Says, said, so, there's a demon at death, I'm going to kill him. And all of a sudden, this demon choked him. I didn't, we didn't see hands, but his face turned totally uh, uh, blue. And I thought to myself, man, if this demon doesn't come out, how am I going to explain this to the police? <laughs> if he's dead somebody killed him you know and i'm uh, so i'm going man i better you know so i start ca- preaching this thing screamed out he became a disciple after that we we, uh, we we got him away from the drugs and everything else and we sent him to a discipleship home uh, up north and he became a disciple. But those things, uh, when we want the Holy Spirit to move, this is just to let you know there's going to be demonic forces too that are going to be resisting us. Demonic forces that need to be cast out. We have authority over them. There's no problem. You, you, you don't have to move in fear. You know We have authority over all the powers of the enemy and nothing's going to harm us. So as we move forward and seeing signs and wonders and rest, we're going to see deliverances too. People are going to come in bound because the tears are growing up and they need to be saved. They need to be delivered. And we want the Holy Spirit to save people and deliver people. I want to see a move of God. I want to see a move of God again. Hallelujah. Yeah, Josh, you want to come? Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit moving. We thank You, Lord, that You haven't left us as orphans, God. You haven't, leave it, you haven't left us to ourselves, but You sent the Holy Spirit. Lord, even in the, uh, the day of Pentecost, Lord, we're in the day of Pentecost again, God. We need a, a new Pentecost. We need a new Azusa Street revival, God. Why not here? Why not start here, the gathering place? God, even as we pray, as we cry out, as we ask, Holy Spirit, I pray you would move today. You would touch hearts and lives. You would heal. You'd deliver. You'd save, God. Thank you, Lord. The
0: way that the Lord Lord. um, has designed the body of Christ is that He gives special anointings and giftings to each one of us and there is an anointing meaning the spirit of the lord a special gift or ability that's been put upon Dennis and it's just like when uh philip went to a city in the book of acts you can read this and he did signs miracles and wonders and the whole city rejoiced many of them got saved and then he called for peter and john to come down to that city to lay hands on them so they received the holy spirit and so isn't that interesting that Philip knew to call Peter and John who had an anointing for people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So when they came down and Peter and John laid hands on them, then they all were filled with the Spirit of God and began to speak with other tongues and prophesy. And so, as we are operating in an increased experience of the Holy Spirit in our church, we recognize each other's spiritual gifts. Now, one of the spiritual gifts Dennis has is prophecy. Prophecy. And for an infilling of the Holy Spirit. And so, as we all stand and we begin to fill this place with worship. And the atmosphere begins to um, be charged with the presence of God. If you would like, maybe you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. You've given your life to Jesus, but you've never experienced what's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that is where the Spirit of God comes upon you, not in you for salvation, but upon you with power. You need that. Jesus told his first disciples after they received the Holy Spirit for salvation, he said, Don't go anywhere. Don't preach your first sermon until you are endued with power from on high. Well, nothing's changed. We still need the power from on high. Amen. Maybe you've never experienced that. You've never experienced the spiritual prayer language that comes with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you need physical healing in your body. Maybe your heart is cold toward the Lord they're bored in christianity you need a touch from the holy spirit you need your heart to be on fire again and only the holy spirit can do that so why don't we all stand as josh leads us in worship if you'd like dennis to lay hands on you for the holy spirit to come on you in power maybe you need deliverance maybe you need physical healing i'm gonna ask gary and kathy if you come up as well and pray with dennis in april you're like a fresh baptism of the holy spirit you want an encounter with the lord maybe you need freedom maybe you're bound by something and you need freedom maybe you've contemplated suicide and you have that spirit of death that's harassing you you come up here let's cast that thing off you and out of you maybe so you can be set free We can't just sing songs about I'm free. If you're not free, singing you're free is not going to do anything. You need somebody to pray with you to set you free. Okay, this is a safe place. This is the house of God. This is the house of answered prayer. So if you need help, you move out from your chair. And you come on up here and let us pray for you. And let the presence of the Lord do what only the presence of the Lord can do. Amen? All right, come on, let's fill this house with praise. Let's worship Him. If you Worthy. need prayer, you move out from your chair. You come on up here. Worthy of
2: every song we could ever sing. Worthy, Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Jesus, the name above every other name Lord Jesus the only one who could ever say you're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe we live for you we live for you sing holy holy there is no not beside you. Open Song We could ever sing Worthy of all the praise We could ever bring Worthy of every breath We could ever breathe We live for you We live for you, Lord Sing Jesus Jesus, the name above Every other name Jesus, the only one who could ever save You're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you, oh we live for you Sing out holy, let's sing it Holy, there is no one like you There is none beside you Open up my eyes in wonder to worship him, church. Let's close our eyes and lift our hands and just cry out to God, Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in us and through us today. Set the captives free, God. In Jesus' name. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Come on, church, let's sing this out. There's power. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There's power. Because there is power. In the name of Jesus There is power In the name of Jesus There is power In the name of Jesus Break To break every chain Break every chain Break every chain To break every chain Break every chain Break every chain, all-sufficient, all-sufficient sacrifice. Freely given such a price, our redemption, heaven's gates cling wide. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. to break every chain, break every chain. Come on church, let's lift up our praise. Let's lift up our worship. put our hands on the person uh, next to you, on the shoulder of the person next to you. Begin to lift up, lift them up in prayer, that God would pour out his spirit upon that person. Go ahead and put your hand on their shoulder. Just pray. Lord, touch their heart. Move upon them. In Jesus' name, we worship you, God. Amen.
0: We're going to continue to worship. If you would like prayer, you can. Yeah, we're going to continue to worship. Uh, if you want to continue to worship, to stay here and worship, if you want prayer, come on up front. Um, but we're officially, the service is officially over, but we're not done praying and worshiping. So feel free to stay. Feel free to go. But we're going to continue.
2: There's nothing worth more. Can ever come close. No thing can come comes free my shame is on